if that's recording or not. Oh, man, I don't have to deal with my fucking computer sitting over here. Nope, not that button. What's going on, everyone? This is Devin, and we're back for another sports talk. Just me and Colton in house tonight. What's up? So, uh, Cabby might call in. Austin ditched us. Bailey ditched us. Drake's busy working. I'll, I'll give him a little slack, but um, Cinco de Mayo. So, hopefully, everyone's enjoying a margarita. That's what I'm probably gonna go do after this. So, so we'll jump right into NFL talk, like with the draft. We were gonna. We kind of skipped over NFL because last week because of the draft was just getting ready to start when we were doing this. I was going to record a podcast, but by the time we were like ready to record, it only like two picks had been in. <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's no point of fucking doing this right now. So we'll just wait till well, next week. That way we can now review all the picks and stuff like that. As us being Lions fans, they're from Michigan. You know, one of our biggest, you know, excitement was Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan going to. Detroit Lions. And so that was huge. I mean, I'm not a Michigan in college fan. I'm actually in Alabama, so I actually preferred Lions' second pick that they took. But Aiden Hutchinson is going to be good. I don't know. So, like, some people were comparing him to, like, an uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, but I don't think he's quite that big. He, he's going to be, I think, a little bit quicker type of than... Aaron is, he's not going to be quite a, as a beast where he just is running over. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of um, comparisons, too, with, um, and I know we've even kind of said it, you know, with the Bosa brothers and, yep. like, a T, not even so much a JJ, but a TJ Watt, mm-hmm. Nick Bosa, and Ed Rusher, um, yep. more of a, yeah, quicker guy. Really. Yeah, he's going to be explosive, I feel, off the ball versus more of a, he's not, as much as he is a pretty beefy dude, I mean, He's not going to be running over the little lineman. I mean, when you're talking, most of these linemen nowadays are 325, 350. Yeah. You just, it's hard to be that big. I mean, and the only thing is, is like Aaron, he fucking reps up 315 like it's the 225 bench. Yeah. And I think it was a video a couple years ago he did where he, you know, his combine season or whatever. And I think the top defensive player did like 23 reps of 225. And so he put 315, I think, did 22. One short of he was pissed because he couldn't get that 23rd. But Yeah, you definitely get those. Uh, yeah, that comparison to me is not um, <laughs> yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a once in a – he's a generational talent. He's, we're not nope. going to get many people like him. Nope, it'll be interesting. I mean, Drayvon Walker was the first overall, which – like it was kind of back and forth. I mean, both defensive ends, so it's crazy to see two defensive ends being – Taken right away. Yeah, and we kind of, I mean, we even all kind of figured this was going to be a huge defensive draft. Yep. Um, but I was I was shocked because he came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was. Um, now I'm trying to think of his name. I don't know if it's Kevin or Kenyon Thibodeau from Oregon. Yep. Um, he was him and Aiden Hutchinson were number one and number two for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, here comes this Trayvon Walker, yep. which I actually just seen. He ran a four six forty. And he's like, <laughs> that's so I don't know if it's because college pace is, you know, it's become more of 
not really hard hitting. It's a faster pace typically now. Oh, and not faster than like NFL, obviously, but just the pace of the game is picked up. Yeah, so the, they run a lot more. It's spread. It's a lot yeah. of man to man stuff. You have to have edge guys that can run around the edge and mm-hmm. try to catch a running back. Yeah, there's so many sweeps. There's so many. Where in the NFL, it's it's eye formation. I'm just gonna run through you. Yeah, yeah. They still set that up. I mean, and so yeah, Thibodeau actually dropped down to what fifth? He went to the Giants. Yeah, pick five. Yeah. Kayvon. Okay, that was his name. Yep. Both Kevin and Kenyon. <laughs> yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau. And I thought I thought he would even go higher than fifth if I thought for sure he'd be top three. Yep. Um I was really, really, really impressed with the Jets. The Jets does do not have a bad roster. Now. Yeah. Well, and who was it? The Travis um NCN. Yeah. From Clemson. Yeah. So he got injured. I think the way they were planning to use him in the, their offense, you know, he was going to be able to spread out, be in the backfield, he'll, you know, be a pitch guy. Yeah. He was going to be a very versatile back, definitely with Trevor Lawrence there. So I think with him coming back this year and then what they got in this draft, they could make some actual huge, huge gains. I'm not calling them, you know, I could see them. They're not bottom feeders, I don't think, this year. No. I think Jets are, like, a five- to six-win team. Yeah. And that's, in my opinion, like, kind of easily. Yeah. And Their d- defense was not even that bad. Yep. And it's all going to depend on, like, injuries and shit like that that happens over through the season because yeah. that, that's yep. the biggest thing that kills teams. Like, yeah. with Travis going out early, that threw, I think, their whole game plan with Trevor Lawrence out of the window because that took away one of their key weapons they were hoping yeah. to have with and them. And they played with each other, so it's not like – yeah, they don't know exactly. <clears throat> so um, yeah, I liked I liked the Jets picks, all of them. So I mean, of course, I got pointed out another Alabama player, offensive tackle Evan Neal, went to the Giants for the seventh pick. They, uh, they got both. Dang. Yeah, they had the five and seven. So they got a defensive end and offensive tackle. Um, let's see here. What other? Yeah, uh, so the Jets they got. Um, how cool was it to see the both Ohio State receivers go back to back? Yeah, which we all somewhat figured. Yeah, um, I think that scared me. <laughs> That's just a dog running. I the roof was coming down. <laughs> um, I personally think Chris Olave is going to have um, a better career than Garrett Wilson. I yeah. do think Garrett Wilson is, like, the better wide receiver. But Garrett Wilson going to the Jets, um, we're not sure on Zach Wilson yet. I'm not sure on him yet. Yeah. I think he can be good. Um, but we know Jameis Winston can whip the ball around. Yeah. Um, and you have Michael Thomas coming back this year. Yeah. So that, how much is that going to take off Chris Olave? Hmm. I'm interested to see. So, obviously, we already said Jameis Williams. Williams was the twelfth pick for the Detroit Lions, which like I said I'm happy. I'm already be. I gotta get a jersey ordered here soon. Um, Philadelphia Eagles picked up Jordan Davis. I was surprised he dropped this low. Honestly, I mean I know a defensive tackle, oh, but the dude's a beast. He's gonna be one of those guys that I gotta run over. I think he's gonna transition. The only thing is, is that he was he'd only played two or three downs at Georgia before they would sub yeah. him out. So in the NFL. Well, which now you actually kind of see that. And I didn't, 
I noticed it more this year yeah. than any other time when, because you have no different offensive guy. You have packages. Yep. And it's like now you're seeing the defensive guys start to do it. Like yeah. Aaron Donald would go out sometimes oh, every down. Or yeah. not every down. So, but like, I, I was noticing he'd come out first down, and then depending on how that play went out would depend if he, you know, if it was close, if it was going to be like a second and short, he would stay in. Yep. But if it was like a second and long, he would come out, and then if it was like third down, a lot, well, normally after sending out one play, he'd go back in. But he'd come back in for that hopefully third and short yep. to be a beast in there. So then now it's fourth down you're looking at if, if it's played right. So I'm like, that's genius, you know. Go out one place, fresh. get get All a get time. a long stop. That way, you can next guy comes in can hopefully you know keep it you know make it a third and short. You know still stop him from the first down mark, like on the second down play, and then turn around third down air and it's back in and yeah, and more often times than not, especially in the NFL, if he's used that way, yeah, like they're in the NFL also for yeah. a reason, so they're gonna hold their own. Yeah, um, and he, it's the same way at Georgia. I mean, Georgia's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. You ain't telling me his backups probably isn't going to go pro in the next two years. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's hard. You you look at how many SEC players go. It, it's crazy. Um, He reminds me. I wanted to say this. For all you real NFL fans out there, um, Vince Wilfork played for the Patriots. The dude was yeah. just monstrous. Yeah. And that's who this guy reminds me of, except for Jordan Davis is out here running under a five flat. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he's, he's a big boy. What's his stats? He ran like a 4.8, and he's like 340 pounds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Let me see. We're going to pull up his stats quick. Yeah, he. Did, I mean, he just occupies so many blockers. You know, at, one, at a point of attack, he's going to yep. – it's taken up two. Davis played in 41 games at Georgia. He recorded 32 tackles, 14 quarterback hurries, 5.5 tackles for loss, two sacks um, last season. That was just last season stats. He's 6'6", 341. Uh, NFL Combine, he ran a 4.78 40-yard <laughs> dash. Yeah. That motherfucker running at you, you are turning and booking it. You know, this is, the, the, you know, sometimes when I sit back and I'm watching the NFL and I see like wide receiver miss a catch or just some, somebody do something dumb. And I'm like, yeah, like, come on, I, I could have made that catch. Could've and said, then I'm thinking about Jordan Davis at 300. <laughs> but imagine being a quarterback back and, in the pocket and all of a sudden you see him coming through the line and, and knowing that he can run a 4 7 and 8, you know. So basically, four so four eight. Let's just say let's round it that. Four, oh, he, he can run a four eight. He's gonna hurry you out of that pocket pretty quickly. Let's just be real. You're getting hit by a truck. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, oh man, man. I wish I wish we had a scientist on the that could give us the stats of what like dude sports. They need to put him on some sports science science shit and seeing like what his force is that he generates yeah. with full speed hitting you. Type of deal, like if, if he gets like untouched for some odd reason, you know, a missed assignment, and he comes free, untouched up the center. God, that'd be scary. Did you? <laughs> who did they do that to? But I think it was Ray Lewis. Yeah, they did that to Ray Lewis, and they did. Um, they <laughs> had a door. They just did a door, and they did it against like one of the guys with a. <clears throat> I don't even, I'm gonna say battery ram. But yeah, I don't know if that's right, but um, 
to knock down a door and then Ray Lewis just from five yards away also take the door. Ray Lewis took it off the hinges. Yeah. The whole door. <laughs> and it was something crazy. Like they compared it to getting stepped on like a bull rider. Yeah. Compared to getting stepped on by not even stepped. Like getting so, knocked off. So the battering ram broke the wooden door open at eight hundred pounds of force instantly. Ray Lewis struck the door with force over a thousand pounds. <laughs> From five yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he not only broke the door but clean completely knocked all the screws and hinges out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. So just imagine and like I wonder what Ray Lewis stats were when he did the combine. I have no idea. I don't even think did he even get drafted high? I have no idea really about him. Um, while you're looking that up, I'm talking about the He he was uh Caleb Cavendish. Ooh. What up, Caleb? Oh, hang on. I gotta change you over to the <laughs> roadcaster here. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yep, you're on the podcast. We're we're just talking NFL. We're talking about uh, Jordan Davis, who uh, uh, runs a 4.78 40-yard dash at 341 pounds, and how scary that'd be sitting in the pocket as a quarterback if he come through. Yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> we were just comparing it to, like, Ray Lewis, who was on, because I wanted to, I said, like, sports science needs to get Jordan Davis on and do some um, and Ray Lewis, who ran a 4.58 40-yard dash, so a, a tenth a tenth quicker, but at five yards could generate over a 1,000 pounds of force. And he was, you know, about 100 pounds lighter almost. Well, not quite 100, I don't think, when he was in his prime. But So that would kind of suck to get hit by Jordan Davis coming up the pocket at about Terrible. <laughs> True. I, I wouldn't want to have that ju- job. Oh, he's going to take up so much energy. He's going to be good. That was a good pick. Um, I wanted, personally, I think there was two teams in my mind that had the best draft, and that was the Jets. The Jets, every pick was great. Um, and the Steelers. The Steelers draft, in my mind, is probably the best. Every you like pl- Kenny Pickett, then? Oh, I'm a I'm a huge fan. See, I'm I interested. Think, I think that's a good fit for him. Yeah, I'm interested to see how he does transitioning. In, I don't in, think they had a choice after Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and, and well, it's not like a bad joke. <laughs> like I was, I'm being serious. So, who were they contemplating right now before Pickett? Who were they saying? Could, Malik Willis. Was that who it was? Is who they thought would go before? Okay. But <clears throat> yeah, Steelers got Kenny Pickett. Then went and got Georgia's number one receiver late in round two with George Pickens. And to me, he's going to be top. He's probably a top four receiver in the draft, if not top three, um, behind Jameson Williams. Um, and who was the other guy? I'm thinking, Oh, and Chris Olave. Um, round three went and got uh, DeMarvin Leal, a defensive tackle at Texas A&M, and at the beginning of 2022, he was projected top five. So, and it's just, they went and got another tight end out of Michigan State, actually, Connor Hayward. 
And I'm looking at these two. I don't have them memorized, but yeah, it no. was just to me it was huge. I thought all their all their picks were were very well thought of, and that's I mean kudos to whoever stepped up. Who's in there now? Because Mike Tomlin's not right, or is he still there? He's still there. He's still there. Who am I thinking? Who? Oh, he hired somebody to be like an assistant or something. Yeah, what black coach? I don't remember. What it was I don't remember. Now. Anyone do you anyone know this guy Moore from West Michigan that got drafted in to Kansas Party's City? Good. Is he? Party. Sadly, I don't really know. Um, uh, I mean, it, in my opinion, with the draft, I don't think anybody really had a bad draft. I don't know if it's because it was that's like a defensive heavy or like not quarterback and running back or what it was, but yeah, I just. I think you're right. I don't think there was, I mean, who ultimately were, like, the huge names? I mean, like, yeah, like, Jameson Williams, he was good, but, like, I just, there isn't, Aiden Hutchinson, I guess, was a huge name, but there's just a lot of them that weren't, like, holy shit, he's the best player in college football. I mean, when's the last time a defensive player was even close to being in it? Yeah. So that either tells you how good... Hutchinson is, or that it just really wasn't. Nobody really stood out. Yeah, I mean another another thing is I feel like the young talent in the NFL right now is pretty unbelievable, and that's why I think quarterbacks really fell. And running back, you know what I mean? Like a lot of teams already have two stud running backs. Why draft one? Yeah, yeah. Well, until what was it? Five quarterbacks went in the first round last year. Yeah. And that's what, and that Devin and I were talking after. I keep saying, or keep seeing that, um, <clears throat> a lot of people are saying, like, yeah, the team, like, it wasn't that good of a QB draft, really, um, but like all teams, they think went like a little overkill by taking them so late. Like they, I heard a lot of people that Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are both like you can probably start a team with them. Yeah, and even yeah. some of the draft combine stuff I seen, I was impressed with them. Yeah, Pickett actually yeah, looked pretty good. I was more of a Willis fan, but I mean Pickett, like they say, he's the most draft ready quarterback. Willis seems a little worse, but yeah, I keep seeing that Kenny Pickett's like QB one ready. Yeah, like he's yeah. Um, but who does he got to beat Trubisky, right? He what? He just has to beat out Trubisky, right? Yeah. Yep. And then. Did you see what Ryan Tannehill said about Malik yeah. Willis? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? What did he, he say? Went, he went on there. They were talking about, like, yeah, Malik Willis, like, how how do you feel about mentoring him and blah, blah, blah. He come out right out and says, we're competing for a spot. It's not my job to mentor him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it'll, it'll be interesting to see what all happens. I mean, like, I just hope Malik Willis starts because th- yeah. that comment will haunt him. You want to know who I'm freaking pumped about, though, out of the quarterbacks? Freaking Matt Corral to Carolina. I was actually freaking pumped about that. Yeah, what what do you think of your Carolina Panthers draft overall? I thought it was pretty dang solid. I mean, I, mean, I think Matt Corral that late is pretty good for us. I mean, our defense got better. Offense, eh, we got an offensive lineman, our first pick, so. 
Yeah, was it? Um, I thought that. Who am I thinking of that they draft? And I can't think of his name. Yeah, they should have took Evan Neal for oh, offense tackle personally, but that's just maybe because I'm a little Alabama bias. You're a huge Alabama <laughs> bias. Yeah, ask Caleb. We, we got into a few. Uh, okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Matt Corral. And I can't believe he fell that late either. No, oh, but I'm glad he ended at Carolina because I think he'll be yeah. probably one of the most, like, I don't know, underdog QBs to play well or something. I don't know. Yeah, and it, I think a lot of, um, I think what the guys were saying too, like it's actually going to take a lot of pressure off these guys because they're not taking top five top 10 instead you're taking yeah. top 20 so it's like how much pressure does that really take off you because you're not you know what i mean like you're you're not expected yeah. to go in there and turn the thing around because nobody, well, not, nobody believes not, you can you're not coming in as a starter and that i mean how many times have we seen that and that kind of you look at trevor lawrence zach wilson Justin Fields. i mean they came in as pretty much guaranteed starters and i'm not saying they played horrible but I think if they had to compete for a spot, it probably would have made them better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see how quarterbacks play out this year. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge Kenny. When I became, I liked Kenny Pickett at the beginning of the year. When I became a big fan, is when he ran that fake slide. Yeah, that that's <laughs> one of the coolest <laughs> plays I've seen. And I called it. Wait. I, you said you liked that? No, I liked him like before that, and then that happened. Oh, and then I was oh, like, oh, I was gonna say, I was like, what? I was a huge fan that he like he did that, but I did call it. Cause I did. I did I like mean, the play. I did call it. I'm like, you guys watch, and I think I said it on the podcast. Actually, I'm like, you guys watch. There will be a rule made that that yeah, that's and there was like two days later. <laughs> I mean, for for some reason, it kind of reminds me of like Herbert. I don't. I don't really know why they're not really built the same, but dude, even as I, I keep saying the same thing. That's exactly who it reminds me of. That's who I think like who he models after. And I said, yeah, I, I'm like, uh, they're maybe not the really built the same, but yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, maybe they somewhat like just look the same. It's the long hair, tall. <laughs> yeah, that's who it reminds me of too. Um, I was pretty pumped for the Lions draft. I thought the Packers kind of had a shitty draft like always but i don't know what their game plan is like they're kind of like letting Devonte adams go who they pulled in a draft i just so m- maybe they see something or their scouts see something different than what i see but i don't like what they're doing right now tristan watson was actually rated quite high i yeah. guess he's supposed to be pretty good um like i said i don't think they had a horrible draft but i think out of but yeah the like that... two defensive players right off the bat like your defense was good <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, obviously, maybe it gets a little better with these guys, but they took two receivers. Um. At least in Madden, Romeo Dobbs is a hidden trait. So I'm gonna say that's just not a bad pick. I'm gonna call Madden out right now. Hopefully, you're right. Um. But I heard Christian Watson was was really, really good. That he could have been taken in the first round if teams wanted him. Yeah. I think that's everything I got for NFL right now. Uh, I, I have something. What about freaking – you guys might already talked about it, but uh, Hopkins, the Thunder Six game. Yeah. Oh, no, we haven't. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And he, did you see what he had come out and said? I Basically, didn't see he, his statement. He, um, 
he had come out and said that he basically, he's like, I'm very, very careful on what I put in my body. Um, he's like, which most athletes are. He's like, but apparently, um, I'll just say in quote, I found it right here. <laughs> um, I'm very, very mindful of what I put in my body and I've always taken a holistic yeah, approach. <clears throat> so I'm working with my team to investigate how this could have happened. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't, I don't do it. Um, he's like, but even as careful as I've been, clearly I wasn't cap or careful enough for that. I apologize. He's like, yeah, yeah, he just, yeah. So at least he's not like denying it, but yeah, but there, but there's so many things now that is illegal in the NFL, but might be, well, that's like in something that you take and you don't realize it. That that's my sport of supercross. They're so bad at like all these, they, they, the drug testing and stuff is like so minute little things they can find that there's been so many riders that like got hit for or little things that might show up in their supplement and it's just simply where that supplement's made yeah. that that manufacturer could make a different product that does have something that can't be used and and just they didn't clean the machine out well enough so there's micro doses of it that gets put inside that product and it's just like it's kind of shitty hey for their aspect because you know they get suspended for or Six like dirt, games. dirt dirt bikes is a lot longer. They get like two years. They have to go off. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. But they they just recently switched for who controls their drug situation. So, um, but and then one other thing, because I don't know if you guys talked about it. Well, it just happened three days ago. Tyron Matthew to the Saints. Yeah, I thought that was huge. It's a three and a three year deal, but he's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Like he's getting up there. Three-year deal, thirty-three Who, million. Who's Saints rolling with for quarterbacks? Winston. Yeah, Winston. Yeah. yeah. Now that he's back, I mean, but you still have um, Tate. Yeah. What the hell's his name? Hill last name. Kind of, right. Kind Taste, of going Taysom off Hill. that. Like, what? Why haven't all these free agents like gone anywhere yet? Like, you would think like after the draft. Yeah, I was. So, draft, like, none, none of them got traded during the draft, and like, there's just nothing. Like Jarvis, OBJ. I think Debo still wants to trade. Julio Jones. Like, Lions, Lions, and Lions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I think teams were hoping they could trade them off, or, like, players was hoping that they could be used as a pawn and trade deals for, but this wasn't the draft, I think, to be, like, done in. Like, you know, because always, there's always trades and stuff done during the draft time, so I was almost thinking, like, all these players were coming out, like, I want to trade. You know, and so teams could use them as a leveraging type of thing. But, like I said, I think players that are not quarterbacks are wanting more money, even if they're kind of past their prime. So, it'll be interesting to see where they end up and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, anything else NFL-related? All right. Well, we'll switch over. You can stay on the line, Caleb. You just don't have to talk for this next segment if you don't want. <laughs> NBA. So I've actually been watching quite a few games. I typically watch. Exciting. Yeah, it's been good. So uh, this next round of semifinals for East and West Bucks. Bucks look good to me. Like they, they opening game they uh, beat Celtics one hundred one to eighty nine, and I just. I don't see anyone in the East being able to get past them realistically. So I see Bucks making it to the finals for sh- 
would be what I have. But. So in that game, I had seen. Um, I didn't watch it, but I seen them. They put it to the Celtics. Yeah. But then I kind of went and looked at the stats, and Celtics shot like thirty percent from the field. They they yeah. So because they, they came well, back. Yeah, you look at game two. Celtics end up winning one hundred nine to eighty six. So it almost flip flopped. Yeah, and now the Celtics, I mean, the Celtics hit seventeen more threes than Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, if if anybody's gonna beat Milwaukee, it's gonna be the Celtics. I mean, look at what they did to the Nets. Like they shut down KD. They pretty much shut down Giannis the other night. That's how they got the win. And I yeah. think their defense is probably the best in the league right now. Yeah, I, I think, think he's the book. You never know what could happen. Right now, the Celt, uh, the Suns are good. Yeah, but the 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 Celtics kind of remind me of like the Suns right now. Like yeah. you have two guys that are your people. Yeah, and um, but their their defense is just stifling. Man. Well, that takes us to the other two on the East. You know, seventy sixers versus Heat. Embiid's been out. Oh, so Heat's won these first two games. Ames. So is Heat really that good that they're going to be able to match up with like the Bucks or the Celtics, or is it because Embiid's out that they're beating the seventy sixers? I mean, they were. The Heat came in at, like, third in the East. So when you play a lot of games against your own conference in the NBA. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, they're that good. And at this point, Kyle Lowry is sitting out. They're starting point guard. True. Yep. And they're still putting it to him. So I I think – go ahead. I mean, they're just, like, the same team as last year, though, which scares me. I mean, obviously last year they freaking made it pretty damn far. (laughs) But – if they're hot, they're hot, and if they're not, not shooting well, not. they're gonna lose. Yep. And and that's what scares me with them. But I think they'll be. I think they'll get over the Sixers. Well, it'll be interesting to see because they've played their first two in this series at home, and so it'll be interesting to see how the Sixers do. Now they've already just ruled out Embiid for tomorrow's game, game at Seventy Sixers. I think you, so. You need Embiid. I think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think you're making it past them because. It's the same way. The Heat's defense is good. Yeah. With Bam yeah. and Jimmy Butler running on your defense, it's you're you're good. So are you surprised that's only a three point game for tomorrow's game right now? I am. I'm not because it it's not at Heat, is it? No, no it's, it's at seventy six seventy sixers. I think that's why. Yep, and so that's with like so NFL is typically a three point game. I believe NBA is kind of the same. Where if if they normally if it was like played at like middle ground, they would say even, and but whoever, um, is like the little bit better team that's getting like a whole field advantage to take it down. So I think they knocked it down originally. It'd probably be more like a six point type of spread, but right. because of being at seventy sixers, they knock it to only like a three. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd I'd a. Uh... <sighs> So right now, who are you taking for to win the East? To win the East? Yep. I'm going to take the Celtics. I mean, the winner, whoever wins that series, I think is going to be the winner. But yes. I think I'm going to go Celtics as well. All right. And I'm, I'm on the same theory. Whoever wins between those two teams are going to be the champion. But... I took Bucks earlier. I'll stick with Bucks. Before before playoffs started, I took Bucks in one of my bets. So, oh, we'll stick with you know, Bucks. Before playoffs started, I said the Warriors were winning it all, and I think I'm going to stick with it. It, it will be interesting to see 
Because I, th- I think because. so. I think Suns. So we'll get onto the West here now. So the Suns, I see them getting past the Mavericks. Like the way they're playing right now, they're still hot. They've been good all season. You know, it's hard to stop them. Is if Luka any back, yeah. And if any teams can knock them off, it will be whoever wins between Grizzlies, is and Warriors. For who? Oh, the what Suns. What a fun series to watch. Yeah, War Warriors. Like that first game, you know, being a one point game right at the end. So here's my theory on it. I think Grizzlies messed up not winning game one. You have the re- this is okay. Not even a theory. This is why I think and the Warriors win it. What's so just just to add a little piece as as you're going on this little rant, it's great that we have Poole versus Morant on Oh yeah, yeah, going on right now too. <laughs> yeah, just, just because of the whole most improved player argument that was going on, and Morant's just going off. Yeah, but that's part of my reason too. So, Jaron Jackson, a former Michigan State player, was really good at Michigan State <clears throat> in the first game. Had thirty three, best game of probably his career, and they lost. And John Morant didn't even have to do all that much, and he still played good. The Grizzlies played good. And they lost. John Morant, they just won by five. And John Morant had his career night and dropped 47. Well, yeah, 47. Shot shit out of ball. The, the, best, I, the best scoring for Warriors that night was Curry at 27. And My two favorite players right there. And I don't – I think Morant's good. Really good. I'm putting him up with, like, Luka Doncic officially. I have him up there. Jason Tatum, Luka, Devin Book. Like Grant's I said, just there. his like we were talking before we started this, like his explosiveness is just it's, insane. We're seeing hey. like none of all of us were kind of young. Well, you weren't. All of us was kind of young to watch the young Derrick Rose. Yeah, it's kind of what we're witnessing. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely compare him to that. But that's it's, the reason I think Warriors win the series. Is I think Grizzlies the first, and unless Morant does this all series long, I don't think. I don't think it's going to happen. Let's and I, I don't think Warriors are going to shoot as bad as they did again. So they're at Warriors for game three. Then they'll be, so game four will be at Warriors. And then I'll be back to game five at Grizzlies. Grizzlies. So I guess I almost put it more to how these next two games go that are going to be at the Warriors. If Grizzlies can pull off two wins and somehow. Like if they do it, because because it's gonna be close, you know. With talking, it was a one point game the very first opening game, you know. Oh, so okay, that slipped through, but then they turn around and won. So it's like okay, if they can come out and sneak at least one win away, hey, yeah. is they, what they're and gonna they have very to. Well could. Their defense is really good. They're they're good. Yeah, and they showed it all year. But I I just you have two guys on your team that had two career nights. You won by five and lost by one. Yeah. Curry hasn't played that well. And neither is Thompson. No, when when his so he's the leading scorer at twenty seven for that next game. It's like eh, they were not shooting well that night. So it's I just think it's not going to happen. The Warriors have been there, done that. I just I just think they're going to pull it off. So I'm sticking with my theory though. Oh, I do not think Suns make it to the finals. I've been saying that at the beginning. I think whoever wins between Grizzlies and Warriors will be the one to make it. Just because I, like, I don't know, it's hard because I like, like I said, my two favorite players in the NBA are Steph Curry and John Morant. So I think I'm going to take the Grizzlies, though. I think they're going to somehow figure out how to win these next couple games, and then they'll be able to go back home. They might lose 
crazy, man. Don't, don't bet against no Steph Curry. It, it's hard. And, and maybe just because I want to see this up and coming, you know, Steph is getting towards the end of, I feel, his career. So here's my quick hot take, and I think I sent it to the group. Clay or Curry, well, either one of them, will not be on the Warriors in the next two years. I could see that. They're going to trade. I think I don't is think it, Curry will ever leave. I think uh, Curry's there. I think he's that type of guy. Um, Doesn't Curry have a brother or cousin that plays Seth. Right? Seth. His right. brother. It's his brother. Wouldn't it be cool if those two were paired up? Yeah, that'd be cool. Because they're both are crazy at shooting threes. Th- <laughs> oh, Caleb left. He must have lost service. I think um, the way Jordan Poole is playing, he's young. Yeah. Clay Thompson's old now. It sucks he got hurt for two years. Yeah. But he's old now. Yep. But he's still a valuable. Caleb Cavendish. A really valuable trade. Are you back? Hello. Caleb. Well, hope. Yeah, I can hear you now. Lost service there? Okay. I must have, yeah. All right. I was saying that I don't think. Whether it be one or the other, I think it'll be Clay over Steph. But one of them will not be on the Warriors in the next two years. I, I, or they're going to have to renegotiate their contract. I just, I don't. I think Poole's going to get a bigger one, and he's younger than Clay Thompson. Um, Clay Thompson's getting old. Sucks he got for injuries, um, but he's still going to be a what? huge, huge, huge trade asset. Where does Clay or uh, Poole normally play? Shooting guard. He's well, a shooting actually, guard. point guard. Point guard. Behind Curry. Curry was a sixth man in the last series. Yeah. Didn't even start. Yeah. So, so that that's but but he's tall enough. I think Poole's like six four, six five. So he's a shooting guard. Yeah. Um but those three are really interchangeable. Yeah. So but I think I do. I think Thompson's I think Thompson's, Thompson's gonna out. be sent somewhere. I think Jordan Poole is gonna be him. Yep. Um so who are you taking out of the West to make it to the finals? Me? Yeah. Warriors. Warriors? Yep. Caleb, who do you got? I'm writing these down. No. <laughs> well, you know, before I said the same thing, I said I don't think the Suns are going to make it, but kind of have to watch them in the playoffs, I think they will make it. It's a hard not to it, agree. It, yeah. it's, I, just, I could agree. I just don't think... I don't know. I've I've never seen a team that's been so dominant all year or in really any sport and go all the way. And then go all the way. Well, the Warriors with the seven. I mean, the Warriors, yeah. Yeah. Well, but they lost in the finals. Yep. So that that's where I'll see if if Suns make it. I see them getting knocked off in the finals, but it'll be interesting who they have to match up against. If it's the Bucks, I the Suns match up better with the Bucks. Yeah. Um, if it's the Celt, if I'll say, if it's Bucks and Warriors, Bucks will win it all. If it's Celtics and Warriors, Warriors will win it. Interesting. Andrew Wiggins is an elite defender. He's going to be on either Tatum or Brown. Um, I I really want to change my early season pick. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> but. Well, I kind of had two. I guess I really had two, and both came from the West. And it's really going to come down to this current series that they're playing each other in. Because I said either Warriors was my number one originally, and then I was really starting to like Ja at that time, and and Grizzlies are number two. So right now I would say whoever wins that series is 
I take the win at all. Good for sure. I just don't think anybody out of the West can guard Giannis. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a hard matchup right there. So, And Celtics is such a team defensive um, team. I, I think that would be Grizzlies' hardest part is Giannis down low. John's not going to be able to make the moves that he can. I mean, yeah, it's just out the balls. You get swatted out of there a lot. <laughs> Where's the Celtics match up really, really well against them? Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. We can jump over. Let me switch over to my notes here. Got some baseball going on. Tigers are not impressive. <laughs> this whole I, uh, fantasy going, baseball. Going off, going off the Tigers, I saw a stat today that shows, so like the number one ERA, ERA team has the best record in baseball. The number two ERA team has the second best record. Number three is like the third best, four, fourth best, five, fifth best, six, seven, eight. Tigers have like the ninth best ERA, but they're like the twenty fifth best record in the MLB. <laughs> yeah, nuts. yeah, they're eight and fifteen, and they realistically that, shows, that doesn't say what's wrong with them. I don't know what does. Yeah, pitching is where I think all day. But if their ERA is good. I don't know. It's so hard. That's, that's just earned runs. Yeah. Well, let's see. I don't know. My fantasy baseball team for the first year ain't going too fucking well. Yeah, and I I fucking forget (laughs) to switch my lineup in the fucking morning. Because that's what they say. They're like, every morning, check your lineup and see and change it and adjust it. And I fucking forget. It's like midday. It's like, fuck, I never looked at my fantasy. stupid. We can't optimize lineup. I know. I wish there was an optimized button. Yeah, it's so hard to look at the bench and like, yeah. Caleb just whooped, like, the shit out of me. I think it was, like, 200 to 331. <laughs> that was mine. I was, like, 246, I think I had. And I think it was Austin I played. It was just, like, 349. I was, like, holy fuck. I just lost. And that's, like, Garrett, too. He did the same thing. It was, like, 100 points. Yeah, I'm, like, oh, and like, Yeah, that's me. Now I got Shay, and right now I'm actually fairly close at the current and moment. Shea pays attention, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah. I need to fucking start looking. at. Well, that's, like I said, I keep for. Getting and then it's like they play so early and that's what I'm not used to. Well, and like they say, like, that's like should be like the first thing you do when you wake up almost is like check your fucking fantasy lineup so that way. And I do it with football. Like I'm on that thing at like four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> and I should I should no oh, fuck it's inside. I do got the actual championship ring. It's actually pretty sick. Like so I might want to start trying because I really want to win this fucking ring. Yeah, if we actually got a ring involved, I guess. Yeah, there's a championship ring that's free. You know, this was a free league. We didn't get 10 people, so I didn't buy the bat. Otherwise, I was going to do a bat, too, a signed mystery bat. But next year, maybe we'll do that. But Yeah, I got to figure out how to do this a little better. I got to be honest. The team that shocked me most, because I've actually, I mean, I haven't really paid attention to fantasy, but I did at first. Caleb, you lost service again. <laughs> And the team that shocked me the most really so far um, is the New York Mets. Yeah. Because I didn't see them in, like, anywhere. (laughs) Um, So in the central, we're not last place. We're tied for last, but we're not last. Kansas City is last, which is surprising because they were pretty good a 
few years ago. Which, like I said, we're getting, I'm getting back into baseball. I don't know if you are. Uh, like, I haven't really followed baseball the last few years because I just knew Tiger sucked, so. I, yeah, I haven't either, but <clears throat> I did pay attention to a lot of their off-season signings this year. I'd yeah. Like to get back into it. Well, the whole lockout thing and then doing this podcast, I've been paying attention more than I have in the last quite a few years. You want to know when I was really into baseball? When we'd always go to, like, Lauren Jimmy's play Euchre. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball's always, I was always into it. Oh. Let's see. Yankees are pretty good right now. Yeah, like 18 and 7 or something. Yep, 18 and 7. LA. Angels are seventeen and ten. Braves, Mets the, are eighteen and nine. Braves at the beginning of the year were ranked number one. Yeah, <laughs> and they have a losing record. Yep, they're twelve and fifteen. Like I said, the real goal is to be five hundred. Yeah, really. If if you're five hundred by All Star break, you have a good chance. You have a good chance to make playoffs. Mm-hmm. You back? Hello. He was on your phone. Oh. All right, we can hear you now. Oh. Yep, we can hear you now. Oh. <laughs> okay. If I heard the beep, 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 and then I'm like, oh, Caleb, you lost service. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, that's a shitty spot. You might lose a couple times. But we were just looking at, like, who's leading what. And realistically, like, for Tigers division, besides for Minnesota, Minnesota's kind of dominating at 15 and 10. I mean, Detroit's only a couple games back from being yeah, up in second place. Three? Yeah. Uh, well, not even. Two and a half, realistically, right? Because oh, Cleveland's yeah. three and a half out. So, yeah, that's that's the difference. It's like two and a half games, and they could be sitting in second place for their division. So, that'd be interesting. And like I said, so the goal, I don't know, I I'd be on the phone trying to make some moves. Um, that AL East looks pretty good. <laughs> East? Oh, damn. Yeah. Best division in MLB right now is National League West. You got the Dodgers at 16 and 7. San Diego at yeah, 16 Jesus. and 9. 15 and 10. Last place in your 500. Yeah. And their their last 10 games is 7 and 3. So they're on a move. Yeah, that's that would. I'm actually surprised Colorado Rockies are where they're at. They're 15 and 10. Holy shit, dude! They haven't been good in so, so long. long. <laughs> they're a fun team to watch. Like honestly, normally they suck ass, so normally don't care. But man, I've watched a couple of their games being and the Reds. Yeah, three and 22. <laughs> Thank God we're not that. Let's see. Let's go overall and see where Why Tigers. Are the Cubs, didn't they? Yeah, you said they're like 29th. Yeah, something around, something around 20th. Uh, they're now up because of being 18 and 15. I don't know when this changed. They are. Oh, let's see. That'd be 30, 29, 28. They're 27th. Yeah, in the, in the right. entire league. In the entire league, yep. Well, we're. How many teams did you say there were? There was 30. 30 in the... Well, we're sitting at like 14th in the American League. <laughs> yeah. Expanded playoff. Okay. Can I see that yet? I don't know if they'll let me or not. Wild card situation. There's 
someone's baseball left, though, it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, man. no. How like many, I said, like 160-something? 182 games they play. 182. And they're playing all the games. They just were shorted on spring training. I mean, you really think about it. They're 2-8 and eight in the last 10. I mean, so we were sitting decent. We opened Maybe strong. Minus, minus eight losses. For that's Yeah, so we were sitting at like 6-7. and seven. Yeah. We we opened fairly decent. We, we were, yeah. I don't know. Out of the couple of games, and even some of the highlights I've seen, um, the Yankees are looking pretty. Um, Yankees are looking good. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yankees looking are looking strong. Unstoppable. Garrett, Garrett, and I were talking last night, and I mean, it's kind of happened more recent in recent years, but maybe it's for the better of the game. I don't know why they do it, but there's already been like two bench clears this year. There's been like, you know, people getting thrown out for throwing at people. There's been and all, like, the new substances and stuff where these pitchers have been throwing out trying to fight these up and stuff. It's been kind of crazy. Yeah, there's been a lot of, like, news and shit of things going on. Yeah, and maybe I don't have paid attention in the last few years, so maybe it's been like that, but it's kind of, I think it makes it more interesting. Maybe that's why it's happening, but I don't know. But it's, we're so hot and cold. Look, like, looking back through, it's like we put up, so last game, which was a, Oh, let's see. I guess I'm in April. Last game we put up two points. Then we put up three. Then we put up three. Then back in April it was five. And then we lost to Dodgers because we only put up one. Put up one. Put up zero. Put up four. So two. it's our offense that we're struggling. And I guess the pitching's not as bad as what I thought. Uh, based on what these scores are saying, right now it's saying that we're not, our bats are not going. So we got to get better at fucking hitting the ball. Apparently, but. thanks. The Brewers in the last three games have scored thirty-four runs. <laughs> they have eleven home runs. The last three games. That's nuts. I'm trying to see who's on the current hot streak. Looks like Texans. Texan Rangers. They're a four game win streak currently. They're ten and what's, fourteen. Caleb, what's what does whiff stand for for pitching? Whiff? Yeah, W H I F F. Went. I don't know. So it says the highest whiff rate with a single pitch. Is that like the batter, like actually whiffing? Is that like it's the batter missing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Shohei Otani, fifty-three percent of the time, batters whiff on it in his slider. So it is a, <laughs> it's it's when you get a strikeout on that pitch. That the batter swings at. Okay. That's how that stat is. Baseball, yeah, we were somewhat right. Baseball is one of the most heavily statted sports. It is Sports. insane. Oh, yeah. So his his slider is almost 54% when he throws that pitch. He's striking a batter out. So. <laughs> and the batter's missing it. It's like you almost get to know that that pitch is going to be coming when it's when yeah, you have two strikes two, on you. Yeah, something. Uh, he's going to be throwing his slider. 
The top one is actually Patrick Sandoval, and it's his changeup, and that's 58% of the time. Jesus. That batter's whiff on that pitch to strike That changeup has just got to be so much slower than his fastball. Like, probably has a lot of movement on it. Yeah, it probably yeah. drops quite a bit. Yeah, it probably has a lot of movement too. I mean, but a lot of movement typically comes from the ball being slower. The changeup's got to drop. Did you know? Speaking of brain games earlier, or uh, sports science, which brain games, they do sports like that stuff yeah. too. They went on there and said that the baseball doesn't move. Now, I think that's full of shit. And they went through so much science and so much stuff to prove this that it's actually where you release the ball in the batter's eye, how you're standing, like all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now. If that fastball comes at my head and I don't move, I'm getting fucking hit. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no science about it. And when they throw a curveball and I see that thing at my head, yep. and it drops in the middle of the plate, that ball moved. Yeah. But they're saying it, no, it don't. And I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm like, yeah, you right. Get, I'm like, you guys have never played. <laughs> yeah. Like, but they, but the amount of science that they actually had to like prove it was kind of like, it was interesting. Really with your, and I wonder if it was just one of those things like, yeah, we're just going to see how many people we actually can get. Like, yeah. it is. It's just brain games. But it got me. Like, I was sitting there actually thinking about it. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I'm like, that. Well, that's that the whole That's the whole moves. point is that, like, their curveball and fastball, actually, it's more the changeup. The changeup and the fastball are supposed to come out looking the same, but basically because of it's held different, there's going to be a slower speed to it, and it's going to drop more. Because the speed's different, and so the ball's dropping. How can you argue that when the speed's different, there's not going to be a different arc? That's the whole point of shooting like a bow and arrow when you're fucking hunting. But that's that's just how they said it. It was, it was just a different perception. That's all it was on. It was that your eyes are basically deceiving you. I, I would I would ask the question. <laughs> this is the only question I'd bring to him. So you're saying when I throw a changeup that's coming out of my hand at 60 miles an hour, Versus my fastball at 90 mile an hour, there's not going to be a drop difference of where that hits when it comes across the plate. Because if they tell me no, I say they're full of shit. <laughs> they need to have their science degrees fucking yanked. <laughs> That's no kidding. And you know how much money they make from saying that shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could go out there and bullshit something like that. Yeah. No fucking. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> dumb. That pissed me off. If I had a rant hey, tonight, that'd up. be it. Scientists are retarded. Are you looking it up? No, but. Oh. Uh, oh, I, I was going to figure out golf shit because I didn't even bet on this week because I'm fucking I'm tired of losing <laughs> money on golf. All right, we'll switch over to golf. That that I'm not arguing that point anymore. <laughs> Caleb, Jason Day's leading it. Did you pick him to win? Um, let me look. Going back last week, I mean, John Rahm, we kind of called that. I mean, everybody kind of did, but. Yeah, I didn't. And I had Cameron Champ top 20, so I, I actually did well last week. I think I hit one. Um, I was negative money again, so I didn't bet this week. I need to put my money in my fucking account. Um, I, I, I wrote down my picks just in case I thought we were going to do one yesterday, but. We were going to, um, but I did a seven mile run and then stopped at Tori's parents and didn't get home till like eleven. So I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I was at I was at 
I was at Jordan's till like eleven as well. So yeah. But I picked. I mean, this week I it's kind of a boring one. A little more higher players, but yeah, I got some top twenty, top ten, top five, and winners. I don't even know the scoreboard. You can't tell me I'm cheating. Um, I can tell you the scoreboard right now. Right now, I gotta say my biggest shock, biggest shock of all, is Ricky Fowler sitting at four under and tied for eighth place right fucking now. Good for him. Hopefully, he doesn't choke tomorrow. Oh, he fucking will. But uh, he is. I can't believe how the other one, Matthew Wolf, he's tied for third right now. That's pretty impressive. Jason Day leading it. He's. You know, I mean, these are some bigger names that are like I haven't seen like being up in the top in a while. So yeah, um, I'll just I can just run through mine, and you can tell me if I'm how they're doing this so far after round one. But okay. my top twenty is Francis Molinari and Zach Johnson. Oh, let's see here. A couple older guys who you know just figured it was about time for them to play well. That's kind of why I took them. Not seeing Johnson in the top twenty. There's still a lot of golf left, but. Dustin Johnson? No, Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. Kind of a funny looking guy. He always wears his Oakleys. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then who was the other guy? And Molinari. Shit, they just moved around on me. Oh, Zach Johnson. He's like tied for like 80th right now. He's at even. And Molinari. I can't find him. What's your next round of picks? Uh, top 10. Uh, Tony Finau, he took like a top 5 last week, so I bet him to take a top 10 this week. Max Homa and Jason Day are my top 10. Well, Jason Day is saying good because he's leading. Molinari's tied for 60th. Uh, who are your other two top 10s? Tony Finau and Max Homa. Max Homa's tied for 17th. And. Go ahead with your top five if you have any. Who? Top five. Who do you have? Oh, I have uh, Daryl Hatton and Keegan Bradley. Not looking too hot for those ones. Cause I don't see them anywhere in the top 20 right now. And then my winner is Corey Connor. Mm, that's not looking like a good pick. Hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Your Jason Day is looking about your best one. Top 10, and he's currently leading at 7-under. Like I said, I didn't actually throw money on it this week, so I don't really care. No. Yeah, I, I didn't even look at it. I, we might switch that to Tuesdays, just to be honest, like our, our golf talk, so that way we have it all recorded and shit before Wednesdays, so that way, cause right now Wednesday's my run day. Um, I think we have one more week before the PGA Championship, so. All right. Caleb, you ready for frickin' the 21st, bro? Can't wait. 
How long before my golf clubs ever, come in? You ever gonna give me lessons before we go, or? Yeah, when I what do you mean? I gave you like three lessons a day. Where were you? Not at your house. Well, I'm not pleasant. Yeah, I was working. <laughs> that's far yeah. drive. Yeah, tell me a time you're not working. Well, sure as hell won't be this Saturday. Yeah, true. Hopefully your club's coming in within two weeks, seven, but I don't know. All right. I got the money sitting aside, so that way. <laughs> I got to decide. I, I, I'll probably be over to mom's shortly, and I'll have you help me pick out what bag I want. What'd you get? We got, I got a driver and a full set of irons from Cleveland. That Caleb just ordered me. And a putter. And a putter. Sweet. I waited on wedges just because I, I currently don't really use wedges. So it's like I kind of waited on those. I'm like, let me get adjusted to these new clubs, and then maybe I'll order a set of wedges. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's about the only other thing I need. I can't wait to freaking use my new driver. Caleb, what balls should I get? Um, Pro V's. It doesn't really matter. You probably don't need to go out and buy $60 dozen balls. See, I think it was either Dunham's or Dick's Sporting Goods uh, had the, what is it, the S brand that you guys sell up there, Cycron or... Yeah, yeah you probably want to go with like Strixon um, just because Strixon. that's the brand that clubs, you, you got Cleveland clubs, but they're owned by the same person or same company. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they have, I think Dick's had like a special package, like you get like a whole like case of balls or like not just a little like 10 pack, it's like 25 or something like that for like... 65 bucks or something. Yeah, I go where I get most of my balls. No joke is freaking Facebook market. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And like not some raggedy ones, but a guy that's like, I got a bunch of golf balls laying around. I'll take a look at them. I'm I like, get, I get I'll get I'll get some. My clothes. my golf club, everything in my golf bag is literally garage sale special. <laughs> I've never had a brand new fucking golf club. <laughs> it's always been garage sale special. I'm pretty sure You're the set like I'm it. playing with is actually a girl set of clubs, honestly. Like currently? Like currently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are actually a woman's brand of clubs. But I played decent with them. So, and they were like 15 bucks. <laughs> as long as you play decent with them. I just like I <laughs> 10 times that. A, no, I like 100 times that amount on fucking new clubs I just dropped. <laughs> Go from $15 to like 800 quickly. Then I still got to order a bag yet. That's going to be another $200. Dude, you want some, like, golf gear? Go on. Uh, gosh damn it. I knew I didn't know the name when I started that sentence. <laughs> like rock bottom <laughs> golf prices or whatever? Uh, no, dude. It's a subscription. I get freaking. I got a new pair of Pumas from them. Mm. Um, a shit ton of golf shirts. Uh, ball markers. Um, shorts. Like there's, an all high a, dollar stuff. There, there's like an Under Armour pair of golf shoes I want. I like Under Armour. I don't. Do you remember me telling you about that? Guy? I try not to support. or Nike. Yeah, it's, like, it's like par four, Colin. Par four. I think it's called. Yeah, you're right. I try not to support Nike, even though they have really good Asian kids that make shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you can't go wrong with Nike shoes. I gotta be honest. You can't go wrong with them. You know, it's a child labor that just does amazing things with shoes. But 
I try not to support them when I can. <laughs> I go Under Armour. I, I I think they at least have teenagers working, not not elementary kids. See, it's a lot of well in <laughs> golf, it's not off brand, I guess, but a lot of like original stuff. Like you get the Pumas, like all that kind of stuff. I like their golf wear, yeah. or golf attire, like way yeah. more than anything I, I used to really like Ricky Fowler because he had the whole Puma shit. That's why I originally like. Didn't he always wear? He wore the light blue, yep. orange. He he had the this full colored outfits yeah. that he'd do, and that's like why he was so popular there for a while. But apparently, he can't golf anymore. He must have changed he's not, colors he's or not something. That old is, I mean, that was a few years ago, but he's not that old, right? What is? Is he even thirty yet, Caleb? He's not that old. No, he's like he's a little older than JT and Jordan Spieth. So what, like 30? Yeah, he's right, probably like 35. Oh, that's older than I thought. I was thinking he was like probably 30, 28, somewhere around there. We can look this shit up. We got Google. Google tells all. Kev, I figured you'd have all these golfers' age like memorized. Uh, heck no. He don't care. But yeah, Devin, I do that um, subscription with Par Four. Ricky Fowler is thirty-three. Jordan Spieth is twenty-eight. Roy McElroy yeah. is uh, thirty-three. Surprisingly, Roy McElroy. Yeah, he's. Um, Justin Thomas is twenty-nine. How old is uh, Scotty Scheffler? Probably 30, 29, 30. I'd say he's right around. I would think he's got age. Holy shit, he's only 25 years old? He looks old. Yeah, he does. He's 25, you said? Yeah, he's 25. Does not look like a 25-year-old. Yeah, I would have said he was like 46. (laughs) I think he needs a little facial hair. That might help. I don't know. Cameron Smith, 28... Victor Hovland's only 24. He looks young. Tiger yeah, he Woods. Just Same year I did. Same and Matthew Wolf. Oh, that, that picture doesn't look young. He's only 24. They all look old. Golf apparently I is stressful. At, do, like, do I look that old? No. <laughs> Man, I'm almost 24. <laughs> yeah, all these golfers look way older than what they are. I feel old because I'm fucking 28. But, all right. Well, we got your picks in. I didn't have any picks this week, so I'm not even going to try to lie and say, oh, yeah. I, I took Jordan Day to win it all. I don't. Um, I've been home for a little bit now, so I'm probably going to go. All right. Yeah, I'll be over soon to get some dinner. All right. All right. Peace we'll out. We'll see you. So, Colton, you have anything else? think so any sport we missed oh we didn't really talk hockey at all we kind of skipped over hockey hockey's in playoffs now um breaking news what do you got back to the nfl real quick so i was telling you about ryan Tannehill saying it's not his job to mentor or yeah. mentor saints uh safety gardner johnson says the same thing i did he goes hope that little bro take your job <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Oh, Let's see. Nuts. It so. seems like always after the podcast, there's a bunch going on. I know. It seems like we finish this up, and then there's a whole bunch of breaking news that happens. And then, like, I wanted to sit and talk about, like, I never want to hear another Kevin Durant, LeBron James comparison again in my life. <laughs> like, I could have gone on and on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maple Leafs and Lightning. This has actually been a pretty good matchup for hockey. Carolina Hurricanes look good, honestly. Uh, Blues won first game against Wild. Kings are looking hot. They've been hot lately, so Kings, I think, are just kind of just on a roll. Capitals beat, surprisingly, Panthers game one. Avalanche beat the Predators, which Caleb would have probably talked about. Um, Penguins over Rangers. That was a three third overtime game there. Um, because they don't do shootouts. They just keep playing overtimes until someone wins. Let's see. Flames. It's kind of stuff. Prize Flames over Stars. That was kind of a boring game. That was only a one-nothing game. Uh, Lightning won game two, so that's all tied up. Hurricanes won again. I see almost Hurricanes sweeping against the Bruins. Wild win, so it's 1-1. Oilers win, so it's 1-1. Lot of close ones though. Yep. So round two for kind of the east side. Well, half of the east, half of the west. Predators and Avalanche play again tonight at Colorado. So I would see Avalanche winning that one. Stars and Flames are going to play again. Hopefully, it's a little bit more exciting. That will be at Flames. I see Flames covering that. Washington versus Panthers. Panthers should get the win, but they didn't the first round, so it's surprising. They're actually playing right now. They just started, so it's 0-0. And Penguins and Rangers are playing right now. It's almost the end of the first. It's tied 1-1. This really could go either way. If I had to pick, I would say Rangers take tonight. Just being because it's at Rangers, second game with Penguins, so they should be able to clean up a little bit. So, Right now, if I had to pick a team to take out of the East... I'd probably take Hurricanes, and then out of the West, I'm taking Avalanche. And I like Hurricanes. The East is normally a tougher overall conference, so I'm going to take that side. Take Hurricanes right now to win it all, but there's still a lot of hockey to play. So cover that. I think that's all we got for Sports Talk tonight. Quick and easy. Perfect. Peace out till next time. This is where teams start. Oh, they're on button. <laughs>